When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for all your class-leading Kia vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go! 11 minutes to 8 on SENSA Breakfast. In a moment, we are going to chat with one of our mates, Adrian Fletcher. Um, and, mate, you can get fed into the internet without the fuss. We just had the grand final edition of Quick Bix and there was a bit of controversy in regards to the first question and that was um, how many former or current senior coaches played in the 2004 grand final and uh, I forgot Michael Voss. A, a text came through from Andrew who's won the Signet Boost Power Bank um, on our text line 0427 154 166 correcting me on that. Um, he's also sent another one through um, talking about superstition and Perhaps it got the better of me. Yeah, grand final nerves, Walshie. Maybe you let go of the Premiership Cup first. There That's you go. very true. Um, uh, you had you had a fun well, statistic from well, that. I just went through and looked at the stats from the game. Out of that 2004 grand final, there were eight senior coaches. There's seven assistant coaches, folks like Brendan Lade and Josh Carr and the like, uh, Nigel Lappin. There are six full-time media people, so Jonathan Brown and Warren Treadray, Kane Corns and the like. Uh, and then you've got a couple of football administrators. You know, Josh Marnie is working at the AFL now. Luke Powers coaching the Institute uh, or the Academy side. So 23 players all up out of the 42 making a full-time living out of football. Just Not bad. When you have success, people want you around the place. As the Brisbane Lions are preparing to face Collingwood on Saturday at the MCG, uh, Bix in, against Port Adelaide, uh, Brisbane's first final of this series, mm-hmm. um, there was one player who hadn't played a final prior to that. And that was the son of our next guest, Jasper Fletcher. Kicked three goals against Port Adelaide in his finals debut and now preparing to play in his first grand final, which is pretty incredible after an amazing year. And we talk about the word incredible. That can certainly be attached to our next guest when we speak of his football career, 231 AFL games, the former co-captain of the Fremantle Dockers. We say good morning to Adrian Fletcher. Congratulations, first of all, mate. I'm sure you're having a proud father moment right now. Yeah, hello, Jared. Hey, Mark. Yeah, no, it's pretty, pretty. I have to pinch myself. Um, so, if he's playing in his 14th game and he gets a chance to run out in the last dance, it's pretty exciting for him. Well, no doubt about that. 231 games you played didn't quite get there, but just tell us about the journey this year because it's his first season. Um, you know, he, he's uh, he's done remarkably well, and I don't know. You're a pretty unflappable type of guy, but how do you go watching your son when he's out there doing what he does? Yeah, no, it's uh, proud, I suppose, excitement, um, uh, opportunity, all those words come to mind. But um, I watched him as a junior come through and he always had this time and space and um, he, he's been able to transfer that into um, into the AFL and have that 360 in awareness. And when the finals come around, it's obviously helped him in those, in those games. Mm. And he looks to me just a little bit more athletic than you were. You were an actual yeah. bull magnet. You found it no matter where you went. Um, what's mum like? Mum must be a little bit more athletic, is she? Yeah, no, mum, <laughs> mum played uh, basketball for Australia. She had an opportunity to play basketball, played um, 300 games 
WNBL and mm. she was a three-point shooter. Narelle, and she had all the speed in the family. So he was very lucky to have her genes. He wouldn't, if he had mine, he probably wouldn't get to the draft camp. So. <laughs> what, what's it been like for you as a family? The Brisbane Lions have been amazing for the past couple of seasons, but to have an undefeated season at home, and they were challenged in that first quarter against Carlton. I was certainly in shock, but um, to have the confidence going into this weekend at a venue which doesn't normally suit them, have you had time to have a chat to Jasper and, and get his thoughts on how they're preparing for this weekend? Oh, we, we, he come over, uh, um, we caught up with him Sunday, so they weren't really talking about footy, but um, I do know that the older brigade, you know, Zorkos and um, McCluggage, uh, Lockie Neal, you could just see the want and uh, the willpower to get to the um, to the opportunity to walk up on the dice, and, and not many people get to do that. You can just see it in their eyes. Uh, Rainer, Rainer probably had a quiet game last week, but if he takes the game by the scruff of the neck, uh, uh, he did it after half time. If he does that on the on the big stage, um, he really set the, the team up for a, a good good outing. Hmm. And w- w- was it always a fait accompli that you were going to settle in Brisbane? Of course, you started at Geelong, uh, went to St Kilda for a season. Brisbane ended in Fremantle, played some really good footy in Frio. Were you always going to go back to Brisbane, or how did you end up there? Yeah, no, it was funny how I ended up back here, Mark. I was um, I was assistant coach at Collingwood. Um, I've done my five years stint as a midfield coach, and then um, and then the opportunity come to come back and be assistant coach under Lee here. Yep. Um, and then uh, Bossy got the job, and I was there for five years, and then I I sort of stayed around development in in the footy worlds of the under 18s and Jazzy was coming through, and our kids, uh, Indy, were in high school, so we. We obviously sunshine and and beaches. This is probably a good place to be. So we stayed here. <laughs> so so I've always wondered. I was you know I played one club. You've sort of travelled around a bit. So is Brisbane your club now? Is that the the place you call uh, the one you, you you relate to the most? Yeah, well, you'll probably say um, we we probably started off being a pretty ordinary team in '93 when I got here, and then we got through to a friendly final, and, and they're the friendships you make along mm. the way. I played 107 games and. And then I got I got life membership to the club when I um, come back and I was there another five years coaching. So there's the ten years they give me life membership. I get a pie and a can of coke to go to the footy, <laughs> and, uh, and now now I get to watch my young bloke run around and, and see how he goes on his journey. Now there a lot's changed since you were playing, Adrian. Um, umpires aren't marking the football from kicks <laughs> from you anymore. They're, they've got a few more umpires on the field, but um, have you noticed a couple of differences? Would you be able to survive in this current climate of being an AFL player with social media and the intense scrutiny of the media? No, I don't think I would. I, I, I like to. Uh, I always like to wind down before the game. People wind themselves up. Um, they put out a, a, a post every day, but um, yeah, she's hard. You, you you can't hide in this game, and um, no bigger stage, I suppose, than um, the last day in September. And the, the boys get an opportunity, and that's all it is—an opportunity. So mm. hopefully they go well. Will you offer uh, Jasper any advice? Uh, enjoy. We've obviously told him enjoy the week, but. Um, now he's just got to let him express himself, really, on game day. He's got that ability to bounce the ball and, and take the game on. So if he can't do that, he's not going to help the team. So he's just got to let himself go.
Mm. Um, what was your instructions when you were preparing to face Mark Bickley? I like to ask all of our <laughs> guests of Mark Bickley's <laughs> reputation of a footballer and what, what was discussed in the, the pre-match change rooms before making your way onto an AFL arena. What did you know about Mark Bickley and what was he like to play on? Oh, he's one of the greats. That's what we used to say before the game. He, he, was, he was a tough, tough, <laughs> tough, low centered gravity midfielder that kept going in the ball. And um, he was a passionate boy, and he, he he always played well against us. So I was always uh, I was always um, wary of uh, Mark Bickley. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh no, Fletch, you you're being too kind there, mate. But you you and I are about the same speed, so we always look forward to playing on each other. That's, that's generally the rule of thumb. Hey, mate. Um, Congratulations on you know the journey you've been on you know watching Jasper this year. I think everyone who uh, you know we, we who played against yourself, we've had a couple of chance to have a beer and get to know each other over a few of those sort of legends games that we've done. And yeah, yeah. We, we follow Jasper with you know great interest and in his his development this year has been awesome and he gets a, an amazing opportunity as I said in his 14th game to play in a grand final. So we wish him all the best. I really appreciate it, boys. Yeah, have a, have a good call, and um, hopefully um, it goes well. Adrian Fletcher joining us on SENSA. He's a very low-key, humble human being that doesn't like to stand into the spotlight to take away the attention from his son, who you would think will play in a grand final. On the flip side, then there's Peter Dacos. I don't think too many people like sitting alongside me because I'm an elbower, <laughs> I elbow, I fidget, I, you know, sort of I'm all over the shop, so... <laughs> Um, I ride the bumps a little bit and um, so yeah, no, I get nervous I'm not looking forward, I am looking forward to the game, it's going to be a, a cracker but geez, the nerves are, are going to get um, definitely tested for sure. I love it Bix because there's so many different ways of parenting, you don't want to get too involved in what's happening with the mm. kids but you just want to see them succeed and what proud moments for those families. Yeah and I, I love Peter you know, when they, they often cross to him in the crowd and he's just He's enjoying it and loving mm. it, and um, he's there with his wife and supporting his kids. But, like, in the end, like you said, there's so many different ways of parenting, but gee, how how proud would the Dacos family be? The way those two boys have handled themselves, yeah. both on the field and off the field, they're just humble, classy. Um, they, they show gratitude. Gee, I'll tell you what, they look like they've just – You'd love them as sons. I reckon they've just been fantastic the way they've carried themselves. So to uh, the Dacos family, to Collingwood, the way they sort of chauffeur them through this sort of journey of their AFL careers, they've done an amazing job. He's 19 years of age. It's, it might be 20 now, but it's just been phenomenal to watch him over the last couple of years. Just to at the ease he's handled this enormous attention the biggest family of the biggest club in Australia, yep. and he's just sailed through it effortlessly. And this has been the biggest challenge for all non-Collingwood supporters over the past couple of years that we're, we're starting to hate them less. <laughs> and we're going, geez, they're doing things right. And you just feel this weird feeling inside you, which is a, a bit of a sickness going, what is this? Do I have another strain or variant of COVID? Do I have gastro? And it's like, no, I think I'm starting to like Collingwood. It's the vaccination. It's a horrible feeling <laughs> internally. And you feel like taking a day off work and you've got the Collingwoods. It's a bit weird. It's 8 o'clock on SNSA. Speaking of which, we're going to talk to one of their premiership players, Luke Ball, next.